Hi everyone, Brother George here with another episode of Bible Made Easy Podcast. Thanks a lot for joining me. Episodes 6, 7 and 19 of this podcast were dedicated to explaining who the major spiritual characters of the Bible are. That is, God, His Son Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Today I'm going to talk about the enemy of the Holy Trinity, the devil. You might be surprised to know that surveys reveal that fewer people claim to believe in the existence of the devil than there are who believe in God. I guess that's because it's more comforting, inspiring and hopeful to believe in God, but belief in the devil can be, for some people, scary. But the reality is that the devil does exist, and makes appearances in and is spoken of throughout the Old and New Testaments. So if we trust what the scriptures tell us about God and Jesus, and thus we believe in them, we've got to take the whole package and believe what the scriptures say about the devil and his dirty work. In fact, it's extremely important that we recognize his existence and ability to cause us and others tremendous damage and misery if we allow him to. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. In 2 Corinthians 2.11, the Apostle Paul warns us that we should not be ignorant of the devil's designs so that he won't be able to gain an advantage over us. Now, before I go any further, I want to make it crystal clear that the Bible emphasizes that we have no need to be afraid of the devil. This reminds me of an experience I had in about 1985 when doing evangelistic work in Copenhagen, Denmark. A fellow missionary friend and I were passing out gospel literature on a busy shopping street and this one young fellow stopped to talk with my partner. Having gotten a gospel pamphlet and noticing it was about Jesus, he thought he'd try to intimidate and scare my partner. So he turned to my friend and said in a menacing manner something like, I don't believe in Jesus. I believe in Satan. I worship him. I was pretty young at the time and fairly new to missionary work and I was kind of shocked. I'd never heard anything like that before. But my partner was thankfully older and a seasoned street fighting missionary. So he looked at the guy and basically laughed in his face as he shot back with something like, What? You worship Satan? He was defeated 2,000 years ago by Jesus on the cross. Well, that took the wind out of the poor guy's sails, and he had nothing more to say. And I thought, yeah, that's right. Okay, so who is the devil? In the scriptures and popular culture, he's known by various names such as the devil, Satan, Lucifer, the wicked one, the evil one, the serpent, the God of this world, the Prince of Darkness, or the Father of Lies. The biblical Hebrew word for the name Satan means accuser or adversary, terms which accurately describe his activities. Isaiah chapter 14 and Ezekiel chapter 28 tell us that Satan was originally a stunningly beautiful and powerful angelic being created by God, who held an important position in God's kingdom. Unfortunately, 
sometime in between his creation and the time he tempted Adam and Eve, he became lifted up in pride, unsatisfied with his heavenly position and jealous of God's authority. He wanted to not only be a powerful angel, he wanted to be God and worshipped as God. So he rebelled against God and the scripture indicates that he persuaded one third of the heavenly angels to join him in the rebellion. At that point, he and the other angels either left heaven of their own accord or were cast out by God. Thus, the devil began his relentless, treasonous campaign of attempting to usurp God's authority and to try to persuade us to likewise rebel. The devil and his demons basically do the opposite of everything God and his angels do. God is the creator of beauty, order and perfection for his and our pleasure. The devil is the destroyer and the author of confusion. God gives life. Jesus said the devil was a murderer from the beginning. God tells us the truth. Jesus said that the devil is a liar and there is no truth in him. God calls us to obey him. The devil tempts us to disobey God. God wants us to be happy and healthy. The devil wants us to be miserable, sick, and even dead. Here are some other things the devil tries to do. He tries to get us to disbelieve in or doubt God. He tempts us to sin, and then he turns around and accuses us when we do sin. He demands that God punishes us. He tries to make us live in worry and fear rather than peace and trust. He tries to plant all kinds of negative thoughts into our minds. If we are doing our best to obey God, then he tries to get us to take the credit for it. There's a lot more, but I think you get the picture. And he does all that in order to keep unbelievers from God and to try to turn believers against God. So how does the devil operate? Principally through the mind. Just as God usually doesn't intervene directly in our lives or manifest himself openly towards us, but rather speaks to us through our mind and heart, the devil does the same. Always trying to get in a word, butting in, even pestering us to try to get us to go to the wrong direction. He's like an annoying fly, always seeming to buzz around trying to find a way through our spiritual defenses. Okay, so how do we avoid falling into the devil's temptations and yielding to his influence? Well, the first thing to realize is that he has no power over us if we're in a close relationship with God and obedient to him. While he does have tremendous power to cause all sorts of misery and destruction, those who have Jesus and have their hearts right with him have absolutely nothing to worry about. If you haven't received Jesus into your heart, then do so now and let him free you from the devil's grip on your life. Please listen to episode 9 of this podcast for more about how to be saved. If you are saved, stay close to Jesus and obedient to him. And if at times you feel like the devil is attacking you through temptation or negative thoughts, then go on the attack and fight back. James 4.7 says, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will 
flee from you. If you resist him in the name of Jesus, he's bound by the laws of God to back off. He has to. When Jesus was severely tempted by the devil, he quoted scriptures in response. And that really sent the enemy running with his tail between his legs because he really hates hearing the white-hot truth of the Word of God. 1 John 2.14 says, The Word of God lives in you and you have overcome the wicked one. When Jesus came across people who were demon-possessed, he confronted the demons in them and commanded them to leave. And they did. Let the light into the room of your mind. Fill your mind with positive and faith-building thoughts from God and His Word, and there won't be any room for the darkness of the enemy and his lies, discouragements, and temptations. Just refuse to give the devil a foothold in your life. Keep busy carrying out God's will for your life, and pay the devil no attention. The devil is a persistent troublemaker, but if you do all these things, he will eventually retreat, and leave you alone. Okay, so now you know the devil is the lying faker and imposter that he is. Like I said, it's really important to be aware of his activities and strategies against us. But we don't need to fear him or even think about him too much. Just beat him off when he tries to poke his nose into your life. But most of all, keep your minds and hearts focused on Jesus, obeying him and carrying out his will for your life and you'll be fine. Well, that's all for now. Thanks a lot for listening. If you want to receive notification of new episodes, please subscribe. Please also hit the like button and post a positive comment if you can. Looking forward to you joining me next time. Bye.